Good morning and welcome to Morning Prayer on Sunday, the second Sunday of Advent. Uh, we light the second candle on our Advent wreath at church later this morning. This is Sunday the 6th of December. There's no saints allocated for this day, but we do have on the website the invitations and login details for the 10 o'clock morning blended service. Martin is leading us and preaching this morning at church. Uh, the church is open for worship. Um, people can come and sanitize their hands and sit a distance from each other. And we even have Chris and the choir who can sing. Um, sadly, we still have the rules which say that everyone else can't. Um, that is likely to also be the case in a couple of weeks' time when we have our carol service. So look out for that and details for that on the website. There are no other uh, services listed for tomorrow uh, except for the nine o'clock deanery compline. So all the details plus the services for the week, plus recordings and podcasts from the last week, all on the website. I think, I could be wrong, but I think uh, there might also be coming up some recordings from this morning's quiet morning, is that right? Did I read that somewhere? Possibly, and I think there's the bits and pieces from Bishop John from uh, his work down at Ripon Cathedral. They've had some podcasts from John, uh, which I think are available to us as well. So well worth a listen. I don't think they're podcasts. I think they're links out to Ripon Cathedral's YouTube account. Okay. Good. Okay. Just still to be worth utterly pedantic. Still worth a look. They are still worth a look. But he blows out the candle at the end, you know. He's regretting that. Yeah, no, I know. He was told to do it. I know. Anyway. Anyway, that's another day's conversation. O Lord, open our lips. And our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Reveal among us the light of your presence. That we may behold your power and glory. Blessed are you, sovereign God of all. To you be praise and glory forever. In your tender compassion, the dawn from on high is breaking upon us to dispel the lingering shadows of night. As we look for you coming among us this day, open our eyes to behold your presence and strengthen our hands to do your will, that the world may rejoice and give you praise. Blessed be God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Blessed be God forever. The earth is the Lord's and all that fills it, the compass of the world and all who dwell therein. For he has founded it upon the seas, and set it firm upon the rivers of the deep. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Or who can rise up in his holy place? Those who have clean hands and a pure heart, who have not lifted up their soul to an idol, nor sworn an oath to a lie. They shall receive a blessing from the Lord, a just reward from the God of their salvation. Such is the company of those who seek him, of those who seek your face, O God of Jacob. Lift up your heads, O gates, be lifted up, you everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is the King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord who is mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O gates, be lifted up, you everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory, the Lord of hosts? He is the King of glory. Glory to the Father, 
and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. The night has passed, and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. So we have accompanied by the gentle whining of Benji, Psalm 80. Hear, O shepherd of Israel, that you led your... Sorry, I'll start again. Hear, O shepherd of Israel, you that led Joseph like a flock. Shine forth, you that are enthroned upon the cherubim, before Ephraim, Benjamin and Manasseh. Stir up your mighty strength and come to our salvation. Turn us again, O God. Show the light of your countenance and we shall be saved. O Lord God of hosts, how long will you be angry at your people's prayer? You feed them with a the bread of tears. You give them abundance of tears to drink. You have made us the derision of our neighbours, and their enemies laugh us to scorn. Turn us again, O God of hosts. Show the light of your countenance, and we shall be saved. You brought out a vine of Egypt. You drove out the nations and planted it. You made room around it, and when it had not, when it had taken root, it filled the land. The hills were covered with its shadow, and the cedars of God by its boughs. It stretched out its branches to the sea, and its tendrils to the river. Why then have you broken down its wall, so that all who pass by pluck off its grapes? The wild boar out of its wood tears it off, and all the insects of the field devour it. Turn again, O God of hosts, look down from heaven and behold. Cherish this vine which your right hand has planted, and the branch that you made so strong for yourself. Let those who burnt it with fire, who cut it down, perish at the rebuke of your countenance. Let your hand be upon the man at your right hand, the son of man you made so strong for yourself. And so we will not go back from you. Give us life, and we shall call upon your name. Turn us again, O Lord God of hosts. Show the light of your countenance, and we shall be saved. Faithful shepherd of your people, as we look for the light of your countenance, restore in us the image of your glory and graft us into the risen life of your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be forever. Amen. We have a reading from the extra bit of the Bible called the Apocrypha, which we sometimes have in our church. Um, this one from the book of Baruch, chapter five. <laughs> Take off the garment of your sorrow and affliction, O Jerusalem, and put on forever the beauty of the glory from God. Put on the robe, of the righteousness that comes from God. Put on your head the diadem of the glory of the everlasting. For God will show your splendor everywhere under heaven, 
for God will give you evermore the name Righteous Peace, Godly Glory. Rise, O Jerusalem, stand upon the height, look towards the east, and see your children gathered from west and east at the word of the Holy One, rejoicing that God has remembered them. For they went out from you on foot, led away by their enemies. But God will bring them back to you, carried in glory as on a royal throne. For God has ordered that every high mountain and the everlasting hills be made low, and the valleys filled up to make level ground, so that Israel may walk safely in the glory of God. The woods and every fragrant tree have shaded Israel at God's command. For God will lead Israel with joy in the light of his glory, with the mercy and righteousness that come from him. <clears throat> Lift up your voice with strength, O herald of good tidings. The wilderness and the dry land shall rejoice. The desert shall blossom and burst into song. They shall see the glory of the Lord, the majesty of our God. Strengthen the weary hands and make firm the feeble knees. Say to the anxious, be strong, fear not. Your God is coming with judgment, coming with judgment to save you. Then shall the eyes of the blind be opened and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then shall the lame leap like a heart, and the tongue of the dumb sing for joy. For waters shall break forth in the wilderness, and streams in the desert. The ransomed of the Lord shall return with singing, with everlasting joy upon their heads. Joy and gladness shall be theirs, and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. Glory to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be forever. Amen. Lift up your voice with strength, O herald of good tidings. So we've got Luke chapter 1. In the days of King Herod of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah, who belonged to the priestly order of Abijah. His wife was a descendant of Aaron and her name was Elizabeth. Both of them were righteous before God, living blamelessly according to all the commandments and regulations of the Lord. But they had no children because Elizabeth was barren and both were getting on in years. Once when he was serving as a priest before God and his section was on duty, he was chosen by lot according to the custom of the priesthood to enter the sanctuary of the Lord and offer incense. Now at the time of the incense offering, the whole assembly of the people was praying outside. Then there appeared to him an angel of the Lord, standing at the right side of the altar of incense. When Zechariah saw him, he was terrified, and fear overwhelmed him. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah. For your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you will name him John. You will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord. 
he must never drink wine or strong drink. Even before his birth, he will be filled with the Holy Spirit. He will turn many of the people of Israel to the Lord their God. With the spirit and power of Elijah, he will go before him to turn the hearts of parents to their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Zechariah said to the angel, How will I know that this is so? For I am an old man and my wife is getting on in years. The angel replied, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God and I have been sent to speak to you and to bring you this good news. But now, because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled in their time, you will become mute, unable to speak, until the day these things occur. Now it is time to awake out of sleep. For the night is far spent and the day is at hand. Now is our salvation nearer than when we first believed. For the night is far spent. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and put on the armour of light. For the day is at hand. Put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh. For the night is far spent and the day is at hand. Now we have the familiar words of the Benedictus, of course, this is just a little bit further along from our gospel reading. So in our reading, Zechariah is mute because he doubts. And when he regains his voice, these uh, the words of the Benedictus are the words he says about his son, John. At Cromwell, when we say this, we're asked to stand if we're able. There we go. So there you go. I might remain sitting down, but... That's nice to know. Not just. His name shall be John. Indeed. Look towards the east, O Jerusalem, and see the glory that is coming from God. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty saviour, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, God promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all that hate us, to show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath God swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight, all the days of our life. You, child, you shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of all their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and in the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be forever. Amen. Look towards the east, O Jerusalem, 
and see the glory that is coming from God. So we come to a time of prayer. So let's pray. So on this Sunday morning, we give thanks for the weekend, which is continuing. Maybe a slightly different pace, a different rhythm of life, perhaps over the weekend to during the week. And we give thanks that we have come to Sunday, a day where we can perhaps set aside some extra time to be with each other and to be with you, to worship you, to say sorry, to receive your gracious forgiveness and to be um, to be inspired and fed by your word, ready to continue on in this journey of life. We give thanks that we have reached the second week of Advent, this time of waiting, waiting in hope and anticipation, waiting in hope and anticipation for the birth of you here on earth. So we give you thanks that we are able to spend this time waiting in this hope, in a world which needs much hope at the moment, a world which feels very much broken, but where there are glimmers of hope all around. And so we hold on to those glimmers of hope. It looks like we have a vaccine on the way and we give thanks for the creativity and the perseverance of people working so hard to find this vaccine. We pray for all those who are working on the front lines, working who are working in doctor's surgeries, those who are in hospitals, those who are in care homes. We pray for teachers too, for all those who are keeping shops and businesses and all sorts of things running, that without them life would be very different. We remember those who are on furlough, those who are struggling at this time with their jobs, those who are concerned for their futures. We pray for those who are frightened and anxious. And we pray that they can find these signs of hope amidst worry. We pray for those who are poorly in body, mind or spirit. We pray for those who are looking after them and for those who have no one to look after them. We pray for those who are lonely, those who are sad or confused, those who are anxious. And in a moment of quiet, we hold them to you, asking for your comforting and reassuring presence with them. And we remember with love those who have died, whether recently or in the past, giving thanks for the love which we have shared we pray again for your comforting presence for all who mourn. And finally this morning, we pray for our church services happening across the world, not just here in Richmond or Downham or Mask or any of the places represented by all of us listening today. We pray for church services where people gather in different ways, where people gather and are inspired by you. We ask for a day which is filled with grace and love and hope, a day of positivity and joy. Amen. O Lord, raise up, we pray, your power and come among us and with great might succour us that 
whereas through our sins and wickedness, we are grievously hindered in running the race that is set before us, your bountiful grace and mercy may speedily help and deliver us. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honour and glory, now and for ever. Amen. We pray the Lord's Prayer, the prayer that in which we pray for the coming of God's kingdom and also the daily bread of forgiveness so that we may ascend the hill of the Lord, that we may be part of God's coming kingdom in this season of Advent. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. May the Lord, when he comes, find us watching and waiting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God.